0: Welcome to the Transcend Health Podcast, where we aim to entertain, educate, and empower our listeners to move beyond pain and injury. Stay tuned to hear interesting conversations about rehabilitation, movement, strength and fitness, plus lots of advice to get you moving and feeling your best.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Transcend Podcast, I'm here, uh, Bart I'm here with Oli today, uh, we're going to ask the question I've heard quite a few times is what happens when you plateau in your training? Um, do we want to start off with sort of how we define a plateau or?
0: Yeah, let's start with that. I guess it would be just um, you're not seeing progress yeah, uh, in, in, in the direction of your choice right towards yeah. your, your goals.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, which could also just be general training or recovery as well. Uh Um, it's not just one or the other, it could be both. Uh Um, so I guess my biggest thing when I see a plateau in my own personal training is what I do is what we call a deload. Um, so you just reduce the amount of weight in training or even just the amount of reps even, um, just to try and reduce that stress on the body. Yep. Um, and then. Do about a week, maybe two of that, and then go back and see if you can if you like, spike Give that train um, Yeah, exactly. Chance to and chance recuperate and
0: then go again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. I mean, you could also just go conversely as well, which a lot of people might find not fun, depending on um, where you're at with training or with your rehab. Is where you um, actually jack up how much yeah. you're doing um, even further, and sometimes that can. You know, not be fun because (laughs) you're doing a lot more physical work or you're pushing into symptoms or pain or something like that, and that's not not pleasant at all. Um, Absolutely not. But with a little bit of time during that, you actually can tend to break plateaus and actually make a bit of progress. Yep. Or it's enough to sort of uh, off the back of that, have a short deload like you're talking about, and then again see results. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, I don't think there's really one method that works better than the other, I Mm -hmm. found. Itself.
0: Um, I very rarely uh, encounter plateaus short term, I encounter plateaus really long term for me personally, and um, uh, that's sort of in regards to my strength training I yep. guess, uh, I find that <clears throat> there are a couple of sort of issues around this topic, the first issue that sort of springs to my mind is how you're identifying a plateau, so if you're... Yep measuring, you know, if you're measuring, let's say, let's take an easy example, and you're measuring um, squat strength, right? Yeah. How much you can squat. Well, that's obviously a very objective measure, but are you writing it down, and are you tracking it week to week? It's something that we do in the classes here, right? Yep. Where we have the programs listed, and we write down the weights from mm-hmm. week to week so we can track it nicely. Yep. Um, I find sometimes people who don't track it like that and just go off the top of the head, Sometimes get a bit lost, or uh, not that they forget, but they don't recognise their pros, their progress, and they actually recognise it as a plateau instead. Yep. Um, so that would be sort of my first point of call, even before we implement.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, strategies. Um, I, think I think with that sort of going into that, when when people do it off the top of their head, they're not seeing that one or two kilo increase that they've haven't been documenting down, which then would be progress rather than a plateau that they're. they're seeing it as right. um, which yeah I definitely agree is it's always good to track what you're training Yeah. so you know I'm guilty of it <laughs> I'm yeah, not yeah. doing it so I can put my hand up for that one right. um, so yeah I, I definitely agree with that it's always good to track it to make sure you are in a true plateau or if you're just going slow progression
0: that's right well there's a lot of variables as well that Got come definitely. in right like your squat strength might be the same over six weeks of training, right? Or whatever it is that you're measuring, right? It might be the same performance wise and you're actually tracking it and you're measuring it. But there are other factors around that, right? Like let's say over those last six weeks, you've taken on progressively more um, work, right? Mm. Work, like just Just work for money, right? Um, Or you're progressively getting a more stressful relationship or something like that. But during that time where there's been an increased load on your life right your training has remained the same yep and that could be recognised as a plateau when in actual fact your body's tolerating a lot more because of the stress of the extra work or whatever else is going on yep and you're actually able to have kept your squat strength rather than it going um, down yep.
1: to compensate Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that also runs into one of the other podcasts I did with Jackie the other week mm-hmm. uh, relating to the stress and and what we call the bio-social social model mm-hmm. um, of daily living, like and everything comes into play with training um and so i'm glad you brought that up actually so you're welcome it's, it's definitely go go back and watch that podcast uh and you'll understand what we're talking about yeah <laughs> um, yep. it's a very interesting one if i do say so myself um but it's, it's an interesting concept that not a lot of people recognize right really think about when yeah. it comes to training they think it's everything is is happening in the gym when it's it's everything comes into play everything, you know, like everything it's yeah. not just one thing it could be yeah it could be five to 10 different things in your daily yeah. life. How much so, sleep you get getting? Exactly. whether it's good quality sleep, how much food yeah. you're eating. Yeah, so you all, all the daily stresses of life yeah. come into play. So it's it's something you also got to sort of step back and take a look at Yeah. Um, with your training as well. like Not just what you're doing in the gym, it's everything outside the gym that encompasses that as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, so going back to sort of how what you can do to, to, to change that, like Ollie said, you can add, that extra weight or extra load into the training, which you know, most people don't want to do, yeah. um, but it is helpful and it could just give you that little kick to, to keep going and you know, would probably might even, not even realize that you can do it as well. That's yeah. like what stops a lot of people from increasing their load. Yeah. is they don't think it's possible. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I can be guilty of it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And sometimes it's good to just train with a friend. Well, that's right. It's Having somebody yeah. from the
0: outside looking in, right, is yeah. is always, I think, a really good idea. Definitely, yeah. Um, Whether it be a coach or a friend or a yeah, therapist just, or something. Exactly. Like that, right? Yeah.
1: Um, that can help, or just do the deload strategy as well. Is another yeah. way to do it. So you just cut back your reps or cut back your weight a little. Yeah. Like so, working at fifty percent of what you were doing, fifty sixty yeah. percent of what your max is, and just do a week of that. Yeah. Um, can. Just reduce that stress on the body to then let it recover so you can keep pushing forward.
0: How long would you take as a deload and does it depend?
1: Um, I think it varies from person to person. Some people could benefit from just a week of deload um, or could take two weeks. Some people could even just say three days or something could be enough for them. It, d- it depends on the stress you've been placing on your body. like Not just in the gym, but as we said, like the, the whole daily life construct comes into play as well.
0: So it depends on what you're doing as well, I think. Exactly, yeah. Like if, if your if your goal is to learn how to juggle, right, which is a it's a task that probably won't make you, you know, muscularly sore or fatigued or anything like that. Mm. Um, but it's more of a cognitive task in yep. that you're learning a skill. Or you could, you know, be learning how to play a musical instrument, right? Yep. Um and, and you can still plateau on those skills. Yeah, definitely. And you can still use these overload or deload mm. principles that we're definitely. talking about, right? Yeah, definitely. So if you chose to deload um for that type of thing then it probably it could look like two weeks yeah um or it could look longer or, or shorter depending on you know how much you're actually doing I mean, yep. if you're practicing guitar every day and you feel like damn i'm just not i just don't feel like i'm getting things yep. improving i feel like i'm plateauing right well take three days off see what happens and i tend to find that with those tasks that require more skill or learning that a shorter rest time or a shorter deload can often be pretty good definitely um unless it's a real hard plateau and you need like you need a break you know and i think that's a bit of a different thing as well needing a break as opposed to needing a deload
1: yep if you're um, just sick of the task you're yeah, doing, definitely take a take a break. Just take a break. Yeah. Yeah. it doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: you might lose a bit, but if you come back fresher, then you can keep going yeah, exactly. beyond
1: what, I, what you plateau. Like for my personal training, I take a break. I take a week off every six weeks. Yeah. Um, because personally, I hate doing a deep load. <laughs> I'm, I'm an all or nothing person when it comes to gym <laughs> yeah, training. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love to go go hard and fast. Um, but that's, that's me, it could work for yourself, but definitely try the deload or the increased load first. Uh, I would recommend that, yep. um, I did, Yeah, and I found the brakes work best for me. So let's talk
0: about um, other alternatives, let's say yep. a deload hasn't worked, Yep. Um, or, or an overload is not something you want to do, or vice versa, right? yep. what are some other ways that you might be able to
1: even potentially just stroke platter? changing the exercise yeah. could have an impact on your training as well. So like, if you're doing a squat, for example, it will stick with that theme. Um, you're finding you're not making progress, stop doing the squat and do like, if you're in an actual, like a commercial gym, they have a leg press, try the leg press. Yeah. Um, just so keep working the same area, but in a different way. Um, so like here in the gym, we, you could do just isolate the different muscle groups. So like do a, a lunge or split squat or hamstring glute bridge or calf raises and break it up into the individual components and then do that for a few weeks yeah. and then come back to the squat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's, that's definitely another alternative you can look at as yeah. well in training.
0: And not just um, limited to exercise. Again, no, if definitely. I go back to my skill example, if you're yeah. playing a play musical instrument, you know, learn to play a different musical instrument for yeah. a week or two and you'll still keep um, a lot of the skills that sort of transfer over yep. between the two tasks. Um, And there's actually some really good evidence and um, (laughs) working evidence as well, case studies and so on, um, or life experience that say that, you know, if you're learning uh, a task and you do it a variety of different ways, you're going to learn it quicker than if you just learn it one way, right? So a good example of this is, if I go back to the juggling example, if you're juggling with juggling balls, right? um, Let's say you're doing three and you're trying to improve that and get that better. If you just do juggling with those three balls, yep. you're gonna get X amount of progress, right? But if you also do, in addition to the three juggling balls, three larger balls, or three heavier yep. balls, or three lighter balls, like let's say ping pong balls, um, that variety of practice is really, really good and actually accelerates motor learning. Okay. Um, and you can use that also to break plateaus, right? Yeah, definitely. So if you're always juggling yeah. with a... The same one. Yeah. Balls. Switch it up for a few days. Yep. Whatever it is, then come back and see.
1: Yeah, that's definitely another way to, to approach it. Yeah. Um, it can be the same, not just in the skill base, but in the gym, as like you said. So, yeah, don't don't get stressed if you feel you're getting a plateau. There are ways around it. Yeah. Um, Here's another
0: way: uh, sets and reps. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, say so you're doing four sets of ten. Yep. Switch it up. Do three sets of eight, or yep. even five sets of five, or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, like vary up as much as you want. Um, there's no right or wrong way to to do a set, yeah. really. Uh, number wise, yeah. um, it's just a, a guideline, really. Like, don't feel like you're locked into that. Um, so yeah, if you, if you have a trainer, like if you're here with us in the gym, talk to us about it. Yeah, we can we can change it up for you, so it's not as it doesn't feel as monotonous, I guess. Yeah. Um,
0: Going back to I guess what I was talking about right at the start, where I don't really feel any short term plateaus yep. with myself. <laughs> I feel like. Um, that's changed for me I, I think I used to plateau in the past because I didn't understand how to break plateaus or yep. strategies to stop plateaus from even occurring in the first place mm-hmm. and, and now that I have a really broad understanding of that I'm incorporating them all the time and so I never really encounter them, I, yep. I, I have to say I, I don't think I've encountered a plateau for years Yeah. Um, but I do encounter long term plateaus and what I mean by that is you know, from year to year or, you know, from two years to two years, yeah. you kind of, yes, you've, you've made improvements throughout the year, but you've also come back down and overall yeah. from year to year, yeah, you might not have changed that much.
1: Yeah. Okay. So and, okay
0: yeah. and that, that, that's a tough thing to kind of quantify because it yeah. requires a lot of tracking and even though you might feel like you've made a lot of progress and, and it's really only occurs with those people who are doing like sort of high level training or high level yeah. strength training. Yeah. If you're new to the gym and you're hitting a plateau, you'll get really quick results if you try one of those stretches. Definitely, right? absolutely, yeah. And you, you probably won't encounter a long-term plateau like that, Yeah. Um, but yeah.
1: No, I guess I would, I would definitely agree. I, I'd probably be coming into more long-term plateaus myself now, yeah. looking at it, yeah. like after what you just said, I yeah. sort of went through my own head it's where well, you you're,
0: you're reaching a threshold, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and just, you can break that threshold. You oh, just definitely. need to change something. Yeah. But changing those things is harder. It's, it's to do. harder for long-term. lifestyles, yes, yeah. you know. Um,
1: yeah, long-term plateaus definitely would be a lot harder, a lot harder to break than than the short term. Yeah. Um, but don't stress. Like as you said, there's always a way around it. There's always a way around. Um,
0: it. Keeping someone accountable for you, the changes that you want to yeah, make, for the lifestyle changes or plateau-breaking changes is always a good idea. It yep. always, always helps. Absolutely. Um, we help a lot of people here with it. Yep. You know, classes Definitely. and um, just with one-on-one consults. So yep. If you're interested, if you're feeling like you're stuck in a the plateau, these strategies aren't working for you, come and chat to us, we'll help. Yep. Um, yeah, we've broken plenty before.
1: Yeah, even in our own, but like, it's not, yeah. just, not just clients, it's, it's our own as well, so. Yeah, and it's
0: not just limited to the gym. It could be nah, skill-based, exactly. anything like that. Um, or well, pain-based, if you're yep. stuck in a pain zone for a long period of time let's break
1: it definitely come see us yeah uh any final thoughts on that one i
0: think we wrapped it up pretty well pretty comprehensive
1: definitely Alrighty. well it's another podcast for us guys we'll catch you in the next one
0: see you guys thanks for listening to the transcend health podcast please share this episode with someone who might find it helpful and don't forget to hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes